Hey guys, welcome to Sippin' Cosmos. I'm your resident paranormal enthusiast, Ashley. And I'm your skeptic, Lane. And I'm somewhere in between, I'm Sarah. <laughs> awesome, let's get started today. We're going to talk about children who remember past lives. What? And past life regression hypnotherapy. Very interesting. <laughs> it's a lot to unpack in, in one episode, but we're going to try. When you use the word regression, what does that mean exactly? So a lot of uh, psychotherapists and therapists use hypnotherapy as a way to work through past life, tra- not past life trauma, just life trauma in your in your current life. Like let's say you were traumatized as a child and it's coming out now in anxiety and you know, nightmares or whatever you're experiencing, they'll try to kind of regress you back to that time so you can remember what happened because a mm-hmm. lot of times you block it out in your subconscious and then to work through it and remember it and it usually, it, you know, it's a common tool that it helps. It comes up. Now what's weird is Dr. Brian Weiss takes it a step thir- further. Here we go. <laughs> Dr. Brian Weiss. These are, these are Dr. Brian Weiss's books. Um, he has like, it's it's like a bestseller Messages from the, no, 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 Many Lives, Many Masters was his first one. And that was about a- How do you keep track? (laughs) There's a lot. There is a lot. 20, 30 books. Because I find them interesting, Lane. That's fair. He Okay. okay. Lane's whole thing is that if this guy is really benefiting financially off of this, he's writing so many books, it's just total bullshit. He's just trying to like squeeze out money from everyone that's going to believe in this Past no, I mean, bullshit. but every book is about the same thing, pretty much. So how many of his books have you read? I've read three. I'm on the fourth now. I'm on um, Same Soul, Many Bodies. <laughs> it's like the same name. Many minds, many name. masters, same souls, different it's, bodies. It's the same way what of saying the same thing over and over. But look, Only love is real. Hmm. Here's the thing. The first book is about this one patient he had, which is what started it all. His, this one patient came in. She was having terrible anxiety. Nothing was helping. She, she, I think, worked in healthcare too, had tried everything. And then finally, someone was like, Go to Dr. Brian Weiss. They started uh, hypnosis therapy. And then all of a sudden, she started saying this crazy shit that literally made no sense for her current life. So he kept, you know, they kept de- delving into it. So, okay, so this woman was, was an adult. <laughs> who started, went to him for anxiety, and then in her hypnotherapy started regressing back to past lives. Yeah, and this had never happened to him before. He was just as, like, freaked out and worded out and thought maybe it could be imagination. He was freaked out. I I know. Well, he was. He was, like, you know, he, he's, his background is very impressive he went to i think yale i don't know some ivy league someone fact check i think it was yale you you said yale last week who brian (laughs) weiss yeah yeah but i could have been i think he went to i think he went to trump university (laughs) oh well i didn't know he was that credited yeah anyway he was like the head of psychology at the university of miami for a while um he's very like oh columbia and yale medical school his his I have to say his record is very impressive. He's gone to very good schools. Yeah, and I'm not he, gonna lie. Well, he was very like well known, renowned in this field, and he said he really was worried about coming out about this information, right? Because it's like it could really like him. hurt his career. 
Totally. Yeah. And totally discredit him and everything. But then he saw the dollar signs and he's like, you know what? Fuck my reputation. <laughs> See, Lane thinks it's all about money. And I'm saying you can benefit financially from something that's also helping people and just interesting, weird stuff that a lot of people would write off as fake or ridiculous. But he actually studied it. And, and then he started doing this past life regression. He's like right. the number one guy that does this. Or actually, he's I think he's retired now. And it is interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah. And so all of his other books are about his other clients that came to him after that. Okay. Right. <laughs> so there's more stories to tell. There's more all evidence. I'm saying is more that, all I'm to... saying is that when you write 15 books about the same topic, it's just a little fishy. It's, it seems like a money grab. And I'm always going to stick to that theory. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, there's a How many point times are you going to write the same thing? Yeah. They're yeah. different examples. And then all these people like you that are obsessed with Brian Weiss are like, I need to get the new Brian Weiss book. I need to give him more money. And Honestly, I'm going to read the same anecdote again. You get five books <laughs> for like, I don't know, 30 bucks. It's really not that look, expensive. Look, they come in a le- neat little pack. I know. Look how cute this is. <laughs> It is gor- it's gorgeous packaging. <laughs> Who wouldn't want this? It looks great on our set yeah. as well. It Literally. It matches. I didn't even try to match it. Wow. <laughs> anyway, actually, I heard that Kendall Jenner was reading Only Love is Real. She posted on her Instagram. Really? So Kendall agrees Another with reason not to read the book. Kendall, if you want to be a guest on our show, you're welcome to come talk about <laughs> Only Love is Real. Wait, so... These are our Cosmo martinis, by the way. Yeah, these are amazing. Cosmic martini. TM. Anyway. Let's get them on Oof, them That, on gulp, that gulp sounded nice. I know. It's a good sound. <laughs> ASMR. The three of us watched something over the summer about, like, these kids who were experiencing this stuff. And there was, like, a little boy who started remembering... Like being at war or something like that. Yeah. And then they like looked up this guy that he was talking about. He he was like a, he like flew planes, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, so this is another phenomenon specifically is children who remember past lives because, it's it's something that all over the world children, when they're around two to five years old, start saying really weird stuff about a past life and this is how I died and my name was this and there's actually accounts of this all over the world and there's people that study it. Um, and I actually made Lane read because he's he's so like scientific. He's like, this is bullshit. Brian Weiss is just trying to make money. So I actually got this scientific like it, it sounded it reads like it's like a scientific journal. It's honestly really boring to read, but it's about I you. liked it. <laughs> well, there you go. You enjoyed the case studies and the boring science talk about because it actually meant something. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it was physical data. It's putting it in a dry, just like boring way, but it's basically saying these are accounts that have people have come forward saying that that has happened. There is something about like reading about it, like an actual case study, as opposed to just like watching a documentary where it's like this is a form of entertainment. It was something like on Oprah. Maybe that was a different one. Oh, yeah. That family was on Oprah years ago. Okay. But now there's actually a documentary on Netflix called Surviving Death. Uh-huh. And one of the episodes is about reincarnation, and they interview right. this guy as an adult, um, and his family, and he tells his story. Basically, his name is James. This is the thing you guys were just watching, yes. right? Yeah, his James 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 Leninger yeah. Leninger. But then he thought he was James Houston Jr. Mm-hmm. He would sign. He would draw. 
these pictures of like planes crashing and say weird stuff uh, like having nightmares and he he was obsessed with planes and then um his mother asked him to draw a flower like something pretty for once and so he drew a war zone with flowers in it i think that's oh my god adorable <laughs> I, I, cute kid yeah i can only hope my kid is that psychotic but what's interesting is that they could literally trace back they found names in archival stuff about world it's, war 2 it was uncanny what they were able to uncover here and so how do you explain that lane it it was inexplicable i have to say i i was left speechless but my once. question is like why him like why doesn't this happen much more often you know what i mean like when i was a kid i wasn't drawing pictures of my past life like i don't think you guys maybe you were and like our parents just didn't pick up on it and actually then, well maybe you oh, were like actually, a, what i do did you draw weird stuff as a that's kid that's true you did i saw titanic in first grade okay and then, I love this story. <laughs> we're getting into this because i saw titanic in first grade i had an older sister and she was watching it with her friends or something and so i was able to watch it i don't think my parents like knew or wanted me to watch it but i ended up watching it whatever i watched it in first grade i watched it when it first came yeah, out yeah right yeah and um i guess in art class in first grade i started drawing naked women <laughs> like literally that scene in super bad when That's he's hot. drawing dicks like all <laughs> When I saw Super Bad, I died because that was literally me in first grade, like drawing a naked woman. And then my teacher would be like, "What are you drawing?" My teacher had like a meeting with me about it. Can we cue <laughs> the is... Paris Hilton soundbite? That's See, hot. This is childhood trauma that I'm like <laughs> literally airing on this podcast. <laughs> so basically, when she would like come over to see what I was drawing, I would try to like cover it up because I knew it was like <laughs> bad. I knew it was bad. You still I did it. Yeah. You like couldn't draw it on your own time. You like, yo, this is art class. Like, I am tapping into my creativity. I'm drawing I, Rose. I'm drawing Rose naked. I was like, the paper's here. The crayons are here. Like, I just, I need to get this out. Do you still have any of them? I, I should ask my mom about it. She probably blocked it out of her memory because my teacher had a meeting with my mom and was like, just so you know, <laughs> she's drawing naked women every art time in the class. You're way ahead of your years. <laughs> That's usually like third grade. Max. That scene, that scene stuck with me though. I remember first watching it, Come on. literally being six years old and just being like, <gasps> yeah. "What's happening? Why do I feel like this?" <laughs> yeah, like I, <laughs> Johnny, like one of your French girls. <laughs> Oh my anyway, god. Anyway, I did. So wait, well, when the teacher would come up to me. You're not a me, normal child. I know. So. No, you're, you're not really a normal not. person. No. So no one else did that? Mm. <laughs> well, clearly he did in super bad. I think so I was drawing like I was drawing like the sun in the corner of the page, you know. Yeah, you do the little the, semicircle. The horizon. Yeah, I did the sun in the corner. I was doing that. Well. I was making smiley faces. Mm. I learned how to do teeth. That's so innocent. I used to draw people. And I would always draw them with forehead lines because I thought forehead lines were like really pretty. <laughs> Little did you know, everyone in the world is trying to like Botox their forehead lines away. But I literally, I would put like pink pimples on them and like, because I thought it was pretty. Like pimples are pink. And like forehead lines, like Reese Witherspoon had them in Legally Blonde. Wow. And I was like, why don't I have them? And my mom was like, because you're nine. Oh my God. You're envious of Reese Witherspoon's forehead lines. I really was. I really, really was. You're like 13 going on 30, but in real life. Shout out Reese's forehead lines. <laughs> Shout out to Reese's forehead lines. 
Anyway, I didn't finish my story. Oh, okay, when the, keep going. <laughs> when the teacher would come up to me, like, to be like, what are you drawing? I would cross it out, like, with in black and, like, <laughs> this is so say it i would cross out the naked body like and make it look like dirt and then put like a rip like <laughs> what? you'd put a rip <laughs> sorry like a tombstone wow like, <laughs> so it was a naked body thrown into a six-foot ditch like that's how I, you I'm so embarrassed that's how i covered you it up drawing naked women that you're like no 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 i'm just drawing dead people no, 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 no. It, it, it's nothing to worry about. I'm just drawing tombstones. I thought that was better. Nothing nothing going on over here. Just drawing tombstones. We so, got really whatever. off track there with the James oh, 3. That's so funny. Anyway. <laughs> so he, he signed his paintings or his drawings, James if you will. Three. James 3. So. Basically, um, he said he was on a board. He said he ship. was the third James. Yeah. He said he was the third James, that he died in a plane crash that he was a pilot and that he died in a plane crash. He's literally said, Mommy, like I died in a plane crash and that's how I died and now I'm here and I'm James three. And the dad thought he was like crazy. This is just his imagination. What anyway, they looked up the name of the boat. He gave a name of the boat. He gave a name of his friend. Natoma. Oh uh, yeah, the USS Natoma. And then the mom was like, Well did James have any friends? Like because he said his name was James in this other life. And he goes, Jack Jack Larson. Yeah. Anyway, Jack Larson was a person on this boat in the army. That's crazy. They l- looked it up. So he looked up the USS Natoma first. The father looked up the USS Natoma. He found that it actually was in Japan. And then um, he found the, the, the flight log for the plane that left the boat, the USS Natoma. And he found that one of the assistants on the plane, his name was jack larson um and that there was one guy that and died. one person died on the plane his name was james houston jr and that's and that's the james that the james. our james now this child i have a question when he would sign all of his stuff james three was he using the number three or like roman number numerals? three the number three so who's the second james or the first james james well, houston senior yeah like the james that died was james, james houston the jr yeah oh yeah so it's kind of interesting. Interesting. I'm sorry. Is the little boy's name James? Yeah. Yeah. By happenstance. Okay. But yeah, just so odd. Yeah, it's odd. But he's one of like. Is I know it possible said, that his father or that his grandfather told him a story? Planted like, looked this. Up, planted it. Planted it in his brain. That's what I'm wondering. Like, is that possible? I find it very possible. I guess it's possible. But the kid was saying how to build bombs at age six he literally yeah so explained. his crazy grandfather's like so you take a little uh napalm and you mix it with uh, some tnt do they, do they have him on video so. do they have him on video explaining this stuff as a kid hmm. you know they I actually didn't... took the child to japan yeah they the, the, to see the place of james houston jr's death and he was like crying and the kid was bawling. like crying hysterically I mean, look, I believe this story. The mother was like, it's time to say goodbye to James Houston Jr. (laughs) Here's the thing, because this isn't, this is like one in thousands of cases. Like, just because we're talking about this one case, like. That's what I was going to ask. Like, how many are there like this? There's another one that's in the documentary where a kid claims to be this actor. Marty Martin. Named Marty Martin. So this is what's weird about that. Marty Martin. (laughs) Marty Martin. (laughs) I know, it's like a guy. No, Marty Martin. 
Yeah, Marty, Marty, Martin. Marty Martin. Marty Martin. What's interesting about this is like this guy is not on the internet at all. You can't look up this guy. Like he's like an obscure. He was an agent and like a background actor who like was on Broadway once, but it's it's, it's obscure. Like this kid, or even like someone in his life, most likely would not have fed him this information. Mm-hmm. And the kid made two hundred claims or something, and they were able to verify most of them. Like he had a he had a green car. He gave his daughter a dog when she was little, and the, she didn't like the dog. They like verified all these things about verified. this man. Hashtag verified. Blue it's, check. It's just interesting. I mean, and in all of these stories, the dad is like, oh, "I thought it was bullshit." Yeah, like, it's always <laughs> the dad that just doesn't trust. Well, the dad was a good. The dad was a good Christian. He's <laughs> like, I always thought that, you know, the Bible was the right way to look at life. <laughs> But then I had my son. No, he didn't talk like that. He did talk like that's, that. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that like with with people that are Christian or at least s- some denominations like really believe that you shouldn't g- believe in this stuff or go near this kind of stuff or like yeah summon you know past ancestors or stuff like that like spirits they think it's demonic you know well in in christian like modern christianity yeah it's like it's not in the bible so people denounce it and say that it's it's crazy to think this and blah blah meanwhile everywhere around the world like hinduism buddhism like they discuss this openly Mm -hmm. and that there's a lot more cases in the eastern world because i think just because people are more willing to talk about it like think of how many cases here in the western world haven't been studied or even talked about because Mm -hmm. people think people are gonna think i'm crazy Mm -hmm. or like this is just uh, the imagination this isn't real there's a chance they're just not happening is that a possibility that is a possibility that the cases in this book and that on that documentary are just very rare cases or just crazy happenstances well it's not rare if you read that book, Children Who Remember Past Lives, you see that there's like thousands and thousands of cases that have been studied. So I'm just saying, think about the ones that haven't been studied. Just statistically, there's probably a lot more. There probably are. Or the kids who were showing signs of remembering a past life. You don't know. And then the parents don't really pick up on it. Nothing really happens. And then years go by and the kids forget about it. Totally. Like, oh, it was just written off as a dream or whatever yeah a weird thing that a kid say right kids say weird things all the time right. kids say the darndest things <laughs> kids do say oh, the darndest no. things well ashley you and i did that like hypnotherapy thing was that him that was guiding us through it oh yeah i made sarah do like a guided meditation oh yeah <laughs> tell us how it went so it was brian weiss um that, so that was him it was his voice yeah mm-hmm. and he basically just guided us through a Basically, okay, like we all hear of hypnosis on like a college campus and this guy's like on stage and he picks people from the audience and he like makes them do stupid shit. Yeah. But it's like that's just like hypnosis for entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's it's interesting. It works on some people and it doesn't work on other people. Really? Yeah. It actually does work on some people, hypnosis. Really? For sure. So if a hypnosis, hypnotist, is performing somewhere. How do they pick someone from the crowd that they know it's going to work on? They, they're confident. They they're confident that it's going to work on everyone because these hypnotists have they believe in what garnered they do. skills that actually do work on human beings. Like it's crazy. If you're actually willing and open to take the hypnosis, then you will be hypnotized. I think the power of suggestion. It just shows the power of suggestion is really strong, especially someone that's just like willing to 
go go with it. And if you're in a hypnot like if you're in a really relaxed state, yeah, you're you have to be open to it. If you're not open yeah. to the hypnosis, I don't think it works. But if you're someone who's like, okay, I'll go get hypnotized, I'll be open to this and then I'll listen to this. I think person you you let your you let your body go. You kind of just go with it. You're like not at the helm anymore. And then these hypnotists just have the skills to make it happen. They have their way with your brain. They got skills that kills. Well, I think it's when you're in that almost meditative state. You're right. super relaxed. You're like not thinking about your life and you and like your everyday thoughts. You're like just susceptible to like whatever this person's going to guide you through or tell you to do or have you guys ever been to see a hypnotist no because i'm not one of those people that wants to be hypnotized but i do find it really interesting as a form of therapy yeah i agree with that and like with with a licensed therapist guiding you through certain levels like in the one that we did it was a guided meditation and he is essentially just getting you in a super relaxed state Mm -hmm. like getting you like open the door to the porch and some people say they have an experience where they are no longer well first he tells you to remember a childhood memory be yeah. there really experience it and you actually had an yeah. experience right yeah i just the memory was just very very vivid and i got really emotional i mean i wasn't like crying my eyes out but i definitely started crying and it just felt really real it felt like i was there but you're right it's just getting into that mental state where you kind of block everything out and you stop thinking about Mm -hmm. the world and everything and you're so into you know the the exercise and he's just walking through he's just saying like look at every detail in the room it's a form of meditation yeah and like remember how the people looked maybe they looked a lot younger than they do now maybe there's people there Mm -hmm. who aren't there now remember how you looked at the time like how did everything look and it was just so vivid for me that I truly, it, you know, obviously I didn't think that I was there, but I felt like I was there. What did you remember? Can you say your memory? It was, um, I just remembered being at my grandparents' house. Um, like I used to walk on the, um, the top of the couch, like the back of the couch, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like really thin. Mm-hmm. I used to like walk on it as a kid and my grandfather would like hold my hand and like catch me if I fell. And so it was that memory, but it, I just remembered every little detail. I remember the couch was all frayed from me doing it because I would remember do the it smell? all the time. You're the like smell a cat. Yeah, the, their, their house smells yeah, like... Every grandparent's house smells. It smells like mothballs, yeah, yeah, like Italian moth- food, the, the and chlorine. Ball. Yeah, the mothballs. Yeah. Oh, they had so many mothballs. Mine was like my grandparents were mothball and, uh, mothballs and Jewish food, you know? Yeah, truly. <laughs> like uh, Yummy. kasha varnishkas. It's a horrible <laughs> smell. Terrible. Well, you know, it's like nostalgic, oh. but yeah, not no, like. No, it, it, for me, like, it's like a happy memory because it reminds me of my grandparents, but like, who wants to smell like that? No yeah. one. I'd rather moths eat my clothes. <laughs> yeah, Their house yeah. smelled like mothballs and chlorine. I think moths We're have not age shaming here, guys. No. Just putting no. that out Except, there. Uh, Look, young people <laughs> get moths too. Yeah. <laughs> moths don't but mothballs are, are gonna go extinct like no one's gonna use mothballs anymore no. in, in the next probably 15 years it'll be done i don't think so either yeah no more i don't mothballs. even know what a mothball is it's it's you put it in your closet and 
I guess it, it like, makes like a shit. smell and <laughs> it keeps the moths away from oh like God. eating your clothes. So at least has, your clothes like, don't have holes. That bad of a moth problem that you. That's have what to do I that. always thought. Like, and I'm... then my ex actually would have like every now and then he'd have like a few holes in his sweater. He lived in a really really old house. Mm. His house was super old. So I guess like they'd get moths. He really could have benefited from mothballs. <laughs> he could have, but like I wouldn't have been able to deal with that smell. He would have smelled like an old man. No, I couldn't have done it. He would have smelled like my grandparents. Yeah. And I'd be like, um. We're going to have to rethink this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't remember anything from the hypno. I, didn't I do it for you? Through. Didn't I read through the Brian Weiss thing for you? Try to guide you through a I think maybe meditation? one time. I'm like so desperate to experience something bizarre. Like right. I, I would love to. Like that one night, the one experience. night where there was that crazy star that exploded outside yeah. your window. That was and crazy. Ashley literally thought that aliens were landing. <laughs> what happened? It, it ended up being what? It ended up being some sort of uh, some sort of meteor uh, it, situation. It was but so bright. It was for like a split second. I looked at. My I window. was sleeping, but then it, it just a flash that looked like a bomb went off or something. And it was Super a star. Bright. I guess we looked it up. And, later. Then we, and I went on Twitter, and people were like, "Did you? See, did anyone else see that? Did anyone else see that?" So I almost felt like that aliens were coming as yeah, well. Yeah, it, it literally. And I got like excited because I'm I'm hoping something like that happens. Apparently, I would love that. though, it's something that meteors do sometimes, and I just happened to look out the exact moment and got to see it and experience it. That's it was, crazy. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that's like a once in a lifetime type of thing. Yeah, I would like to do hypnotherapy sessions. There actually is a doctor here in LA that does it. She says she was. Um, trained by Dr. Brian Weiss. Oh. Um, her name's Stephanie Risling. So maybe we'll Shout have her on the show. Yeah, Can we we'll get her on the show? Maybe we will. Yeah. Um, you have. To, she says you have to do five sessions. She gives you homework. Like you have to basically train yourself to be, to get in this meditative state. It's like you have to work at it. Like just yeah. like any meditation. Right, right. It's really hard to it's get hard. into it's it hard at work. first. Yeah. And then eventually you'll get really good at going back into your own memories. And then eventually you can access these past life experiences. Wow. See, I'd be interested in speaking with her because she's a a direct disciple of our our Jesus figure, Dr. (laughs) Brian Weiss. He's the father of hypnotherapy. It's almost like like a cult. You know, I feel like the people who follow this train of thought and this theory a little bit or but cultish. i think i think anything that's not mainstream is a little cultish yeah just by nature because it's like you find someone who believes it and they're everybody's like you know you get excited and you band together yeah i resent that thought a little bit because he's not hurting anyone in fact he's helping a lot of people like even if it's made up so is keith Rainier. Rainier Neary was too he was helping people <laughs> No, was he, he the guy wasn't. who like he was abusing people until he it was he the one until with the he created he created no he created no. the 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 slave system in his you know the vow on HBO on vow. oh I haven't watched it I gotta watch that he created like the weird like all female cult thing where he was like they were sex slaves oh that's great yeah wow I I resent the comparison all right so it's I'm you know that was a bit of a joke but yeah that's all a big I'm saying, accusation he's he he says whether imagination or not, he these people it really helps them with their current ailments once they're able to go back and like just remember and yeah. work through and talk through something that's coming up. One day. Brian Weiss is a helpful figure for a lot of people, so I respect that. And like later in like only love is real. He's he's just preaching love. He's preaching for everyone to just 
like love each other know that there's like more like something bigger there's a bigger grand scheme where it's like your life is just a puzzle piece in like the many lives that you may could have and the evolution of this planet and uh, you know it's, it's he's just saying love each other and life is short and like don't sweat the small stuff mm. and like that's literally it and every other cliche saying <laughs> <laughs> hey no i i well, respect i respect that he's helping people at the end of the day that's really what matters most is that people have a positive yeah uh, experience and learn something about themselves and grow and feel better about themselves so that's mm -hmm. very powerful yeah i respect that usually it's like they remember something that is going to help them work through a traumatic experience whether right. dying or whatever right and you could be male or female like you could be black or white or every other race like we've all been black we've all been white we've all been male we've all been female how do you know it's very well that's what that's what he's saying like many of his patients have been all walks of life from poor donald, to rich donald to trump's everything. never been black <laughs> maybe my question is though like if this is true what's bounding us to stay human like how do you know you're not going to come back in your next life as a dog or like a plant like yeah. are, can plants be reincarnated you were you were definitely a plant in your past life <laughs> i'm a plant in this life <laughs> I am a nice ficus. Okay, I, I think you were. Don't like, mess I with think me. you were a fern. I, I do have more fern, fern energy. Too. You give me fern energy. That's fern fair. energy. That's fair. Yeah, because I'm very like. Ashley was a succulent, <laughs> <laughs> and I was probably a Venus flytrap. Yeah, definitely. Those scare me. Yeah, I'm scary. I mean, look. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I've a lot of times wondered about pets. I think. In one of the books, he does talk about pets. I think he says you can be incarnated as, like, a dog or animal. So then how does that work? It, it just doesn't... That's the part that doesn't, like, jive with me, that I just don't understand. Well, What's that? It's like the karma system where it's like... Yeah. You have to learn a certain lesson, and then if you don't, you're coming back as, like, you know, you're going to have a really tough life. To, until you learn that lesson and then but does know. the universe really exist for us to like learn lessons like i feel like the universe is so much bigger than us and like our experience i think it's a little like self-centered of us to think yeah like that's what this is all about it's totally all about agree. our experience and like we're just getting reincarnated because we need yeah, to like, learn wh what, the, what the fuck yeah. are we like we don't I've, yeah we, we don't, don't matter i don't think we matter in the i don't think we do things. either i've totally had that thought but the thing is, is that... And you sent me a video a couple of weeks ago that really just zooms out of Earth into all the separate galaxies. Yeah, I think you sent that to universes. me, too. Yeah, and, like, all the galaxy, and it's just, like, how we're like, so small, small and tiny we're, we we're minuscule, and it just comes back to that question, like, does anything matter? No. Does the human experience even matter? No. That's the what I the tell answer myself. Is, the answer is very likely, no. Yeah. That's yeah. what I tell myself whenever, like, I have, like, an issue or I'm, like, worried about what people think. It's like... Oh, oh, none of this matters at all. <laughs> at all. We're all going to die one <laughs> day. True. None of this matters. And it's like kind of freeing in a way. It really totally. is. Like it sounds really bleak, but if you don't look at it that way, if you look at it more of like, yeah. this is the time to enjoy and experience and just like do whatever and live your life, it's so like liberating. Totally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I've obviously I've had this thought too. I used to be like pretty like nothing matters. Like we're we just happen to evolve we're just on all this planet. Bags and we're just of chemicals here. walking yeah. around, you know. But yeah. um, bags of chemicals. It's literally what we are. Yeah. <laughs> I have bags of. I think though that there's it, you're in a really my hot mind. bag of chemicals. <laughs> Sexy bag of chemicals, you. That's what's funny to me is like some bags of chemicals can be like attractive, <laughs> and some can be like, oh, not so. Attractive. That's an ugly bag of chemicals, and that like determines Jeez. like your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, um, it does. What happened to it that determines bag of how chemicals? nice people are going to be to you, yeah. uh, and how nice other bags of chemicals yeah. will be to you. I don't like the term bags. Ew, <laughs> stop <laughs> saying so it. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. What were you going to no, say? No, it is okay. So sacks of chemicals. I do think oh, though <laughs> that there is like, do you believe energy exists though? What do you mean by energy? Like molecules, energy, um, charged particles, like well, yeah, I mean, is that that's science, right? Right. So it's right? like, yeah, <laughs> science. I just science. think that like there's a possibility of like a collective consciousness of the universe, right? It's 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 energy, it's consciousness, it's like all the knowledge of the universe all at once, all in one. You know what I mean? It's a very abstract thought, but mm. I think potentially we are made of that like our consciousness is a part of that but we're we're living in a body we're having an, a human experience because just to get us to that level like where we use like what 10 percent of our brains or something we're like on is that really true though i, I have th- always heard that but is it really true it is true yeah we don't use a significant portion of our brains. So then what is it doing there? <laughs> no one knows. Yeah, that's the thing. But I there mean... are certain people that are like able to unlock more of their brain like me. Um, <laughs> and uh, Albert Einstein. And we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think there's like geniuses that really like make us go farther on on in technology and just like life on Earth um, that are able to access more. But that's like besides the point. I think... You know, we're we're physical beings having having an experience to get us to the level of consciousness where we no longer need a body. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, it's a very abstract um, concept, and I don't even know the answers or whatever. But I've I've come to this kind of like conclusion just by researching stuff like this, um, and it just kind of makes sense that there's energy, there's consciousness, there's knowledge, there's like whatever you call it, God or love or just consciousness or energy, whatever you want to call it, there's something there in the universe that I think we possess part of. Like maybe that's the spirit in us, the soul or whatever it is that animates us, that makes us think larger and big and want to go to space and want to, you know, but I think we know just a tiny little speck of information. I agree with that. Yeah. So, we, we we don't know the much, way, way majority of it. Yeah. And I think, well, one of the things Brian Weiss says is that you can be incarnated on other planets, too. That's the other thing I was going to say is, like, who's to say you're bound to Earth? You're not. He calls Earth a... Of a course he's saying that. ...school, basically, that a lot of souls go go to Come because on. we're so, like... Yeah, basically. <laughs> See, that I don't buy. Guys, it's fiction. He lost me And there. other planets are, like, way farther advanced. Like, that's, like, the university... <laughs> And like we're like elementary school, like you're losing Sarah. I know, well, I, you've lost me. Wait, <laughs> I, how would he even know that? Because 
what is what is he comparing Earth to? So how does he know if that is planets. true? Sounds like Brian Weiss is trying to like start a Scientology movement. <laughs> yeah, like how does he know that we're not university and that some other because we're just not that intelligent beings compared to what could be on other planets. I agree. I agree with that. But <laughs> my point is, like, I agree that obviously there's so many other planets and so many other galaxies. We cannot possibly be the most advanced. I it, there it just yeah. can't be. Yeah, but it could be. But I could, it not. could be is no. the thing, but probably not. But like, I how does no he doubt. know? How does it? Like, I, well, he did have a patient that Brian, claimed to he had, had, yeah, another, had a patient that claims they're from another planet. So, no, so yeah. yeah, and it, they said that that it, planet. No, is it's university. listen, listen, listen. He didn't say the name Sarah, of the Sarah, planet. Sarah. This is a theory, it right? Must, it must no, be no, true. This is just a theory, just like any other scientific I know, theory. No, I know, this isn't I know. I'm though. just. It is. It's all. It's what I'm trying to say. There's. This well, isn't it's scientific. anecdotal evidence from a patient. Yeah. Of his, an anecdote. All science is is a bunch of anecdotal evidence no. compiled together to make a hypothesis. What uh, else? What do you think? True science, science is, is math based. Well, there's a lot of uh, math equations. And it's not for like the it's not here. That... It's not hearsay from uh, some random psycho. <laughs> anyway, he he was this guy who like. This is the guy's story. I forget his name, but he, he didn't feel he felt very out of place on Earth and he was like into science fiction stuff and he was just like kinda weird. And he was like having trouble and his parents were like, Go to therapy. He ended up going to Doctor Brian Weiss and he gets regressed into another life and he says he's from another planet. He's Zeron. Like, <laughs> he said he was like, Oh, in this life I was on this planet. Name. And I don't know, he said and there's another like in the in the first book that he wrote, that main client that like started all this. Yeah spoke from the masters too it was like an in-between place of not in a body all right just bear with me no, I'm, I'm listening i'm listening the, the what I'm, I'm listening she would get really like a weird voice and it didn't sound like her didn't sound like it, it was like a deep voice and very like wise and it, she would almost speak in like riddles sounds like the conjuring too <laughs> yeah it's like kind of scary and it was like we are the masters like we are like i don't know there are spiritual beings that are like more evolved than us basically is what how she the explained masters. it um and the masters the, and on cbs she would say like really just like weird profound things from this like middle area where she was channeling a master or something so it was like a master spirit but like, like she was she was just schizophrenic <laughs> that's well, lame what what makes me Simple. What I, what like, I find Brian funny. Weiss is like, oh, the masters. He's like, <laughs> right. oh, this must mean she was a in a past life. She was a master. That's what I find. But I'm funny. like, I'm like any other therapist would be like, um, she has multiple personality <laughs> well, disorder. Well, she is schizophrenic. <laughs> what I Lane, find funny there's something is, seriously wrong like, with her brain. This and, man with a degree. Don't you think he looked into that though? Like he. No, says, I don't think he did. I think he, he wrote ruled, a book about it and made money off of it. Like he this, ruled it this, out. This man with a degree he from Columbia and Yale Medical School. Mm-hmm. This guy says, "Yeah, I'm not from Earth. I'm from this other planet." And like this guy with these incredible degrees and credits is like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He said. He, well, he says he's from another planet. So, guys, hey, everybody, listen up. There are other galaxies, and Earth is. You know, there are. From other what galaxies. I hear, this guy told me. Well, there are. But right. like, let's. Who's to say you can't incarnate on another planet if you can? It's incarnate not impossible, on this Ashley. But is it likely I, at I all? I think it is likely. I, oh my god! It, it probably is because why would you be bound to I, one planet? To one. I, zero I, I, hey, I got no idea. 
Listen, he in the book, he talks about schizophrenia. He talks about other disorders and he talks about how he rules them out. Like you didn't read the book. So obviously it's easy. I'm glad you brought that <laughs> up. It's, it's a valid point. Like it is valid. It's the most valid. point. <laughs> it's the only point that needs to be made, actually. He says, like, I've, in all of these cases, like, I've been as doubtful as I've I been can. as doubtful as I possibly could, but I just saw, I, I, I just saw the millions of dollars I could potentially make and just had to write the book. Look, I had to put my kids through school. Can you blame the guy? I'm Dr. Brian Weiss, okay? Look, let's say this, this, all this shit is real, though. Like. Then I'm going to go like this. I'm going to give you a golf clap. Okay. <laughs> Like, what if he didn't clap. share this information with everyone? Like that—that that would be like. If he didn't I think share this information with everyone. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I, he like these are just studies. These are patients of his. This is the experience. He, as a very educated person with degrees and everything, has like deduced that this. He's just the messenger, essentially. Like he's just saying, "This is what happened." Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> It's kind of true. Messages from the masters. Don't Message shoot the received. Messenger. I don't know. I think it's really interesting stuff, and I would rather him share this stuff than to hold it back. And no doubt, people. it's interesting. I'm glad he shared it as well. It's very interesting. I so. I agree with you, and I'm glad he shared it, especially like the the anecdotal stuff where it's like you can't possibly explain that. Did step. these patients actually allow him to share their information? By the way, or is he just? I'm doing sure it? they did. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. That would be so but unethical. But he probably changed names. I think yeah, maybe depending on. Be very, the it would be very unethical. If what, didn't. Just what I like, take not even take issue with. What I get skeptical with is when he starts saying things like, "Look, Earth is just a school for other planets," and starts making claims like that, based off of what he's heard from his patients. It's like, wait, hang on a second. Like, you can. Ex- you know, tell us about these experiences and let's try to figure out what's going on. But please don't like start preaching about the universe and like making um, assumptions that you just don't know. I, j- I find that dangerous. Based on this one, um, this one person's wild experience saying that there are multiple schools on other planets, he's going to get all these people that are reading these books worked up potentially into thinking that this is a possibility like you Ashley I it's think... not it's not a possibility I'm sorry it's I mean it's about it's a possibility but it's a very 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 small possibility that this is what's happening I think he's just trying to draw a comparison to help explain it in, right. a, in terms that we can understand because it's such a like out there crazy kind of thing to wrap your head around we, yeah. we honestly can't as humans he's not the only person to come forward with these stories and i think in conjunction with the phenomenon of children that remember past lives and then near-death experiences and other unexplained just like spiritual phenomenon if you like compile all of those things there's a question here like there's i think it's worth the near-death experience oh, stuff is, is more interesting to me or, like, holds more weight to me. That's the stuff that I find, like, a little bit more credible, I guess. What does that entail? What do you mean? These people who have nearly died or, or did die were technically pronounced dead for, like, a moment in the hospital and then were brought back to life mm-hmm. and... They say they can remember every moment from after they died. Like this one woman, 
they were operating on her and then all of a sudden she dies on the table and she claims she left her body and could see everything in the operating room and could you know saw them start freaking out and bringing her back to life and she's like on the ceiling like looking down at this Mm. and then you know the doctor said she explained it to the doctor afterward they ended up bringing her back to life and she explained it to the doctor later on after she was like you know healthy again and he said like she was explaining things that she couldn't have possibly seen or like been conscious to Oh she, really? Yeah, yeah. Like those type of stories to me are just so. There's a lot incre- of cases. There's like that a lot too. of that stuff. People that die. I like, believe, died for a little while. I believe that crash and then that has a lot to do with the DMT being released from your brain. Yeah, I think it has to do with and DMT and you kind of and, like, go through a, a trip, um, and you could have an out of body experience. Right. I don't know if that explains seeing things that actually definitely happened in the room that she couldn't have possibly been awake for. But maybe she fabricated some of those things and the doctor said, oh, that did happen. Here's my question. If your brain is dead, like she was dead, pronounced dead. Her brain but has no the function. the last thing your brain does is release a chemical that right. creates a trippy environment. But wouldn't your brain need to be active and alive to be able to You could still remember, remember it. it. You could still remember it. She'd still have her memories. Her brain's, her brain's not completely dead. The endings are... I mean, you're Isn't still that getting, what death is? Memory is still stored in that brain, I believe. Even if it dies, it's dead. I don't think They're... the brain is completely dead. She's alive. She wasn't brain dead, right? She's no, alive. She t- she's no t- brain function means she's t- they're dead. Is she, wait, she's telling the tale, though. Yeah, because they come back. These are miraculous situations where they come back alive. She's alive. There was one woman who was literally my... had no oxygen to her brain for 30 minutes. Okay, but her brain is still functioning dead. afterwards. So her brain is not completely dead. It's not cut off from the body. If she's not like but she's brain is, dead. Her, bo- her body is functioning afterwards, and her brain is functioning. Mm, After it know. shut down, though, like it was shut, she was pronounced. It was dead. off. It was off, and now it's back on, and functioning yeah. and firing. So the same memories are still in that brain. Yeah, but the same why memories. Would she... Like stored this, in the brain. this doctor said that she was able to see things. Like when they brought her into the operating room, she wasn't conscious. She was dying clearly, and couldn't see. Like her eyes were closed. She was completely out of it. I'd be interested to hear the things that she saw. You, and she was so out of she, her body. Her perspective was out of her yes, body. Yes, her perspective was out of her body. And she explained like the tools that were laid out and these very specific tools. And she said one of them looked like a dentist tool. Um, like for Every surg- surgical office has that though. Uh, it, yeah. Yes, but she explained each room. and every individual tool and the doctor was like blown away that she could explain all the... See, and she explained things that happened in the room while she was dead. What yeah. I'm saying is that potentially she fabricated some of it during her trip and said and relayed that information to what she for what she saw Why? to the doctor and the doctor was like What's oh wow! The point Maybe of the doctor was just that. taken aback right. that she had some sort of experience. I don't and see then the point. Made of the story match to her story. <laughs> that sounds more far fetched than the idea that maybe she had this no, out of body experience. Yeah. I think a little. Honestly. I think I think there could have been similarities to what she saw. There, to what she's happened. She's not the only. One though, that's where we're tra- there's yeah, thousands there's a and lot thousands of these, of these cases. cases, and a lot of the time, what I'm saying their is perspective that it has, it has is to out of their body. The completely. trip that is happening in your mind, the last thing that you see, the last thing that you feel. I mean, it could be. Yeah, could I mean, be. you you have a point. And then you wake up and you're like, whoa, that happened. That yeah. happened. Oh yeah. my god. Mm-hmm. And but you what feel it- that drug trip, that weird, wild chemical reaction that happened in your mind when you died. Right. You feel that. But that and you, you internalize explain- it, and then you, it it could. You don't you don't understand because you haven't been there, you know. Yeah, people have out of body experiences not on drugs though. Yeah, I do all the time. 
Really? Like when? Yeah. I have I I dissociate sometimes. So what is that like? It's very scary. It's not ideal. So it's not a good. It's it's anxiety driven. It's almost like a trip. And you feel like you're like looking at yourself and like the room. I just feel like disconnected from my mind. So where is your perspective though? Are you looking at yourself from outside? I just feel I don't feel like myself. You know. I think that's a different thing. It's not that much different. But we're we're explaining experiences I, where people are literally viewing their yeah, body I, I from dis- outside their body. Yeah, I dissociated body. in Germany. And, and in multiple places at once. I did, yeah. I saw myself running to the bed in Germany. But where were you? In, in an apartment. I was right behind myself. See, yeah, that's... Is that's... that the story you told us the other the other day? What do you mean? When you, you were, like, dreaming or something. You were in a hotel room. And you thought it wasn't a, someone gave you the wrong pills, and you that like, well, that was the same trip, <laughs> the same vacation. Oh, okay. Um, wow, a lot of shit happened to you. Yeah, special <laughs> yeah. trip. Don't yeah. go to Germany. <laughs> that was Sweden, but then Germany it was afterwards, and uh, I was partying a lot, and it just put my brain and body in a really horrible mm. place. Yeah, it was taxing. And mix that with anxiety and then the the time of year because it was winter in Europe and it was getting dark very early. So the whole, it was a perfect storm. And then mm. I just felt it all of a sudden like I was having like palpitations almost and then like kind of felt like I was losing my mind. Mm. And then I saw myself like I was running to the bed and like, like running into the room to like just run into bed. <laughs> <laughs> and oh and you saw yourself running. I saw myself running. I was behind myself, basically. Wow, wow. So what do you? What is your main diagnosis? Do you attribute that to anxiety? That's part. It's part anxiety. I mean, I think I have a lot of things going on, but um, they're all anxiety based, in my opinion. So you're saying that the chemical imbalances in just your brain, because you, you're the chemical imbalances created a situation where I felt like I was outside of my body. And that's the most scientific reasoning for anyone ever feeling that they are outside of their body is that it has something to do with your brain chemistry. Mm. It's the only way it's possible, mm. in my opinion. It's very possible. I mean, I guess not very possible, but slightly possible that you could your soul can leave your body and you can see things. But I feel like it definitely has more to do with your uh, an imbalance in your brain chemistry and when you die certainly there's going to be a crazy imbalance and also dmt is being released so it's a perfect storm of crazy things happening in your brain that could create an environment where you're seeing something otherworldly where you're seeing something where you feel like you saw yourself hallucinating it's an interesting take that you're saying even though the brain has ceased to function if it miraculously miraculously becomes revived you're gonna remember the dmt trip basically that you're because it was so shocking to the brain it was the last thing you would have remembered and you have been you would have been going through it you'd be coming out of that state it's interesting it's an interesting thought a lot of like i would think that that memory would almost be in like the subconscious though but it was so it's so fresh right it's like what happens when you go through a crazy trip of some sort of wild drug lsd dmt Right. Anything, Molly, even. Mm. You when you come out of that, you're in a different state. Mm. But you kind like, you you remembered how you felt. Like if, if and you you can you just you, by remembering how you felt, you can attribute that to memories as well. Right. So do you believe in make multiple up. dimensions? Yes. Because that's scientifically proven. Yes. 
So, but what's to say that when you're on DMT or when you're having an experience like that, you're not in another dimension, some part of you, some energetic part of you, you could is potentially in see, you could potentially see other dimensions or maybe Being even there. travel between them. What are these possible. other dimensions that have been proven? I mean, this is news to me. Yeah, it's in, I think it's in quantum physics theory that, um, They've just, I mean, they've proved like multiverses, like multiple universes. Right. I'm not well versed enough in this yeah. topic to really. I'd like speak to do it, some but... more research, and we should actually have like an episode on it, right? On multiple dimensions and and that, but I'm pretty sure I read in some scientific. Journal, no, it's definitely been scientifically, yeah, proven. or at least very close to proven Whoa. that there are multiple universes. Yeah, multiple dimensions. The multiverse theory, but. That's pretty crazy. So yeah. there's potentially so a dimension. So why do you believe in that but not in like... It's science. Science! It's simple. Yeah, but can't they be connected? I mean, I don't think that you need to believe in like that, but you can't believe in, you know, someone's soul having an out-of-body experience, a past life experience. Because that's just like, a first-hand account from someone. I think that they can like be it's connected. An account. It's an account from someone that's gone through a traumatic experience. You can't necessarily just believe everything that that person is saying. It's just, it's, it's silly think, to do that. I think there is, I think it is proven it's silly. Though, when you're in a meditative state that you do recall memories. Like, who's to say you can't do that from another, like, zoom out and like, Okay, I'm zooming out. Yeah, zoom out. You're in a meditative state. You can access the subconscious. We're all energy. Your body is just an experience you're having at this moment. Like, I just like, I say like a lot. What's new? We're going to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> but who's to say, you know, you can't access another dimension or memory from another I just think that there can be a connection here with science yes. and these kind of spiritual It's theories. possible, but it's not proven. And all of your evidence comes from people's accounts of traumatic experiences that are, that are particularly jarring at times. Until we get the technology to confirm it, I think we will reach... When I go through a traumatic a experience, I have things. wild things happen in my brain too. But you know what? I'm not making scientific theories based off of them. I know that they're not true. But what it's a what different gets, what you're gets talking me about totally is different. like yeah, somebody can have a near death experience and be like I saw, you know, my my dad and he told me, you know, don't don't Cuz that's the most comfortable thing that they could possibly feel. Yes, yes. You know, I saw my dad and he told me you still have more time on earth, you're not ready, go back home. And then I I came back here and and that was my experience. Like I understand you know, taking that at whatever value you want because it's like it's someone's experience you know they died in that moment and that was what they experienced it could be the dmt who knows but in situations where someone literally dies and then can recall exactly what happened after they were pronounced dead and like see the nurses rushing to you know bring her back to life and and this isn't just this woman who's had this experience there's been multiple people who you know have recalled what's happened in the room after they died that's what like really gets me is just the fact that it's like they're, they're still there and the people who were in the room were like how does she know that or how does he know that you know what i mean 
what you're <laughs> laughing. No, it's just, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I do think it's interesting that they can recall events that happened in that same space and either other spaces that they're not physically yeah. at. Right. Yeah, it's like there's no explanation for it. Yeah. How could they possibly know? So, like, that's the stuff that just really, like, makes my mind kind of go in circles. Like, oh, maybe there is something just bigger than just, mm-hmm. like, we live, we die. That's it. Once. Maybe. YOLO. Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> I just think it's worth looking at. I do. I agree. I don't think you're as open as you think you are to the, the mystical, the unexplained, the... I'm not wide open. I'm not like, arms wide open. <laughs> I'm not creeding over <laughs> here. Arms wide open. I'm, I'm that should w- be our theme song. It should. Under the moonlight. Lane, sing it for us. Welcome to this place. We're going to get copyrighted. Yeah, right? Because you're, this you're is my that cover. spot on. This is my cover of the song, okay? Lane, we Listen, can't afford this. But I'm not. that's not how I am in this... <laughs> specific situation we need to get the 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 two views that we're gonna get we can't get a claim on here Mm-mm. because mm. you're just so good at the impression well thank you what who sings that creed oh right creed stained nickelback i i can't tell them apart creed, i mix them up creed's more legendary than any of them i guess so nickelback gets a lot of flack for no, for no reason really it's not fair it's not fair not fair I think we've all jammed I, out to a Nickelback yeah. song. Come on. I we photograph. <laughs> it's good. It's good for the soul. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Truly. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to be back here talking about aliens. Uh, oh, boy. What else? Ghosts. What else? Ghosts experiences that'll be a fun one paranormal activity yeah it's it's honestly the topic i'm most passionate about really yeah okay that's shocking i really want to believe in ghosts i want to i want to why huh why i think it's fun that's more fun. i think haunted well i do believe i do believe in haunted uh haunted places whether they're haunted by ghosts or just negative energy is the question. I think it's negative energy, but I would like to believe that ghosts are real because I just love horror movies and I love the whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very interested in that kind of stuff. So I find it interesting. I always loved Ghost Hunters. Yeah, you do like that show. My brother and I just grew up watching that shit. We loved it. <laughs> but see, you had an experience, a paranormal experience. I did. So that's an anecdotal experience that I think I've had counts. multiple. I've had multiple. That's one of them, true. one of them was very jarring, but the, the other one. How do you know it wasn't just an experience in your brain? Yeah, from the DM. We'll from, talk about <laughs> it from the DM bounces. <laughs> I think it, I think it did have to do with my brain. Okay, interesting. We'll, right. get, we'll, we'll get we'll get into we'll get that into for that. the ghost episode yeah. for yeah. sure. All right, we're gonna talk about oh signs and synchronicities. We've been having a lot of those lot of lately, those. guys. Yeah, I've had I have some. Wild stories there too. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> we have to tell the Mark Ruffalo story for sure. Yeah. All right. That's all going to be next time. Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for listening and watching. Thank you guys. See you next time. Peace out. <laughs>